2: Yes, On this Thursday edition of the program, top of hour two, TJ Pittenger will check in with us. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports, hour two, J.C. Sherbert, TheBigSpur.com, and Carolina Rise, number three, hour number three. That is the agenda today. I couldn't get on the sports lawyer. I've not heard back from him. No go on that today. 615-844-5600. That is the call text option line. 615-844-5600. On Twitter, at BillisKing. And you can email the show at any time. King Billisking7- 7 at gmail.com. Not surprising. News on Wednesday. Nick Saban. The undisputed, as far as I'm concerned, best college football coach ever, E-Word ever, has joined game day. ESPN he has joined game day. He'll be on set. Along with Reese Davis, Herbie, Desmond Howard, Lee Corso, and uh, Pat McAfee. He'll also potentially be involved in the draft coverage coming up in April. Which is the 24 NFL draft coming up here in a couple of months. And... uh, SEC Football Media Days, which this year, coming up, this summer, is going to be in Big D, going to be in the Metroplex, going to be in Dallas, Texas. So, Nikki, who was doing a regular gig on the McAfee Show, or a weekly gig, during the playing portion, not surprisingly will join ESPN. Makes total sense. I'm a little surprised, not totally, but a little surprised that he's going to join a situation game day where you're on the road every week. Don't know why, I just, look, maybe that's just me. If if I'm Nick Saban and I'm not, And I've accomplished all he's accomplished, and uh, I have banked no telling how many tens of millions. I don't know I'm going to want to be on the road every week with game day, but that is an iconic, historic show. Not that I watch it much, but it is. It's an iconic, historic show. It's a staple. And he'll be part of it, and he lends a lot of credibility to it because when he says something, how can you as a college voice when it comes to the topic of college football have more credibility than Nick Saban? And the answer is you probably can't. Good addition. I would love to see, and that's his business, but I would love to see what they're paying him. What it cost them to get Nicky. What do you think that would cost to get Nicky there? What kind of big bucks are they paying Nick? Nick's going to be just fine. And he doesn't have to grind out those 20-hour days anymore. Frankly, days he enjoyed grinding out. But does not have to worry about doing that anymore. Good for Nicky. Yeah, good for him. Absolutely good for him. And will I watch game day? The only problem with game day for me, and again, let me repeat ad nauseum, it is an iconic historic show. But it comes in the morning as I'm getting ready for a big college football playing portion Saturday. And I don't need personally, this is just me, I don't need, at that moment, a bunch of yucking it up and and hijinks. Nothing wrong with that. I just don't need that. I'm trying to map out my day. I'm trying to think about various individual games and get situated for what I need to do. Watching that is counterproductive. That show, frankly for me, is not as good as the Fox show. Now, again, Nick Saban adds a different flavor. The Fox college football show is way more football-centric without the yucking it up. Nothing wrong with yucking it up and having fun with the fans and all that at all. It's just at that time of the day, getting ready for all those games, that's not personally, just me, what I'm wanting. If you're going to do a show, learn me something, right? Edumacate me something. And on game day, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. Now, maybe with Nick, obviously, that might be a change, but otherwise, you're not going to get that. On the Fox show they actually come at you with some pretty good serious stuff it's it's a better show it's 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 a better show josh up and pick down bill big noon the fox show is still better with urban i'd probably agree with you yeah i'd probably agree with you tony Up in lovely Evansville, Indiana. He's a big IU guy. He's a big Indiana Hoosier guy. Hey, morning, brother Bill. Is my Hoosier football team going to get back in the game? IU football peaked most recently in 2020, if you will recall. That's a good football team. As a very good football team. And since then, it's been a struggle. To the point where it crashed and burned this last year. They've hired Kurt Signetti to come in. And... Most recently, he was at James Madison and did a fantastic job there. I just pulled this up. Let me pull this up and look at it. I want to make sure I get his record right. He was in five years there at James Madison, 52-9. and Now, how does that translate to what's going to be an even more rugged B1G? Unclear. Unclear. But he comes in. And I think bring some energy and some life into that program. It's tougher now in the B1G. No divisions. No divisions. And you're bringing in the Duckies, the Huskies, the prophylactic posse, and the Bruins. Making it tougher. Yeah, it's, it's a more difficult league right now, but I like the hire. And I know Tony's a big fan of his IU Hoosiers, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking to see how this all progresses at IU. At IU. I tell you what's funny is to watch Dan Dockich tweet about IU basketball. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure Tony I'm sure Tony sees that too. Wow. It is it is so entertaining to watch that. to watch him tweet about IU hoop. Wow, I grew up. As a kid when college basketball was, I think, relatively close to college football in popularity, it's not anywhere near anymore. And I grew up with Bobby Knight, those teams, the 76 undefeated team, very rare, 76 team. And the uh, 80 team, or the uh, 81 team that won it, and the 87 team that won it at IU. That's what I grew up with, watching. That's what I'm used to IU being. And the IU-Kentucky rivalry in basketball was fierce. Bobby Knight absolutely abhorred Kentucky. I mean, just hate it. H-word would be appropriate here. Yeah, the H-word would be right. He was rude to the Kentucky coaches. He was rude to the broadcast team. I remember listening to a pregame Kentucky basketball show with Kaywood Ledford and Ralph Hacker. Legendary Kaywood Ledford. If you're a Georgia fan, Ledford is their Larry Munson. Now, again, totally different style. But but that kind of iconic hero broadcast status for a fan base. If you're a Georgia fan, that is that is their Larry Munson. If you're a Tennessee fan, that is their John Ward. Kaywood Ledford. And I remember in a pregame, and I don't know what was said, but Ledford and Hacker were talking about how Bobby Knight even came over there and and... Verbally accosted them. Just hated Kentucky. That's what I grew up with when it comes to IU. Not so much IU basketball, uh, uh, football. Not so much IU football, no. No. All right, we'll get the break. TJ Top of Hour 2. Dave Hooker also Hour 2. JC Sherbert Hour 3. Omni, Nashville Hotel.
4: Good morning. We have seen a couple of ranks. out here the last few minutes as that traffic increases through the Mount Julian area already coming in from Wilson County on 40 westbound. As you head into Hermitage, still loading up right now, right on schedule with that traffic volume on 24 westbound up through the hickory Hollow area in from Rutherford County, uh, Murfreesboro headed towards Nashville. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken, they've got you covered for the big game coming up on Sunday. If you're going to get some catering information, you better do it right away. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chug, with your on-time traffic.
5: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
4: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just
0: a
3: few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
0: I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
2: Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh,
0: sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
1: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC championships March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
3: The Bill King Show, broadcasting live on Sports Radio 93.1 WXKO, ESPN, Middle Georgia. Call or text the show now at
2: 615-844-5600. TJ will be with us. Top of Hour 2. Dave Hooker also in Hour 2. Jerry in the 419 says Bill. I agree college game day turned into a dog and ponies show. Big noon kickoff is a much better show. Usually, it's what I watch. It is. It's a better show. Peter in Syracuse. Bill, thanks for bringing up Indiana 87. What the heck did I do to you this morning? (laughs) No, uh, Tony up in Evansville, Indiana was bringing up IU. I believe he was talking about football, but I just morphed the conversation into what IU is now and what I grew up with it being. That's kind of what happened there. That's how that conversation uh, materialized. Craig in North Augusta. Bill, as long as McAfee is on game day, I'm not watching that shite. I'm ambivalent about McAfee. I don't dislike him. I'm not gravitating towards him either. But McAfee's... ESPN, their target with McAfee is a youthful audience, right? They're skewing young there. And that's what his appeal is. Young audience, uh, some hell-raising, defiance. against the system, all that kind of stuff. That, that's, that's McAfee. And again, I'm not saying that as a radio guy blasting some dude. Not at all. I don't really have emotions about Mac- McAfee either way, personally. But that's what the target demo is when you're talking about putting McAfee, spending all that money on him to have a daily show and then putting him on game day and whatever else they do with him. That's what that's about. Yeah, that's what that's about. Peter said 37 years, and I'm still not over it. That shot misses, and uh, JB is even a bigger coaching pantheon. I'm talking about Jim Beheim, right there. Yep. No, I know. I know. I I hear you, man. Peter up in Syracuse checking in. Josh says, Bill, today, 2 o'clock, council bluffs, and he wants to play the 99 Florida State Natty Champions against LSU 03. That would be Nicky's first ever national title. Council Bluffs, Iowa, the adopted for the show ultimate neutral site. When we go play these games regularly in Council Bluffs, nobody can c- claim that the home field was an advantage. Yeah, you, that fan base bill, that was that was unfair for this other team. No, 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 no. Total neutral site. Council Bluffs, Iowa. Can't get more neutral as the show has indicated than Council Bluffs, Iowa. No, Iowa doesn't play in that game. I don't think anybody's ever said Council Bluffs, Iowa against, and then name the team, Georgia. By the way, how would Iowa's offense fare against Georgia's defense? <laughs> Could you get a side bet? Let me ask you this. If we went Council Bluffs, Iowa, 2 o'clock today, Iowa, that's the in-state team. They ought to have a crowd advantage, perhaps, against Georgia. Could you get a prop bet how many times Iowa gets by the 50-yard line? Don't need any kind of bet on them scoring unless there's a special teams, which actually they're really good on special teams. But – Offensively, what would the prop bet be on the number of times they could get past the 50? Maybe 2? Would you bet the under on that? All right, back to Josh. 99 Florida State against 03 LSU. Now, first of all, let's let's start with Nikki. We're talking about A team. You're talking about a well-coached team. You're talking about Matt Malk at quarterback, Michael Clayton, star receiver for them. I remember who who else am I? Skyler Green, Ali Broussard was one of the running backs on that team. And they beat Oklahoma that year for the national championship. Florida State, you had Chris Winkie. Chris Winkie was 48 years old in uh, 99 when they won the Natty. Maybe he was 50. I don't remember. Travis Miner from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was the running back. Dan Kendra was on that team. Remember, uh, jacked up Dan Kendra. Some guy named Peter Warwick. Have you ever heard of him? I barely remember him. I think he played receiver. Some guy named Peter Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be some guy listening. Hey, Bill, uh, Peter Warwick was actually pretty good, Bill. Maybe, maybe do a little research there, Bill. Maybe. Just maybe. Tommy Polly was a wasn't Tommy Polly from, from California. Check me on that. Think about the two D tackles on that team or interior linemen. They had Corey Simon and Jerry Johnson. And uh wasn't Mario Edwards a safety on that team if I'm not forgetting. Interesting Corey Simon story played for the Eagles. My buddy Bubba Miller, who also was on that Eagles team, an offensive lineman, said that he and Corey Simon almost traded blows in the locker room. You know what over? Politics. I'm not kidding. He was telling me. This is years ago. He was telling me about it. Both about the – Bubba was 6'1", about 3.30. Corey Simon was two. 300, I mean, both big dudes, right? Bubba is a undefeated forever state champion heavyweight wrestler. Nobody even competed with him. Anyways, of course, I'm a big bad dude, too. He said it never materialized, but it came close. They got into it in the Eagles locker room, he was telling me. This is when they were both there together. Over, how about that, politics. (laughs) But, but. I know I'm digressing a lot this morning. Sorry. What would happen? I would think that Florida State team had too much firepower in that ballgame. Now, that was a really well-coached, fundamentally sound, solid, better than solid LSU team that Dickey had. He had built that thing up. Remember the 0-1 upset of the Tennessee team in the SEC championship game? And then two years later, a national championship of them. That was a very well-coached team. But I do think Florida State, I think it would have been tough, it would be tough to, uh, to get into it. Jim brought this up, so I'll just Corey Simon, defensive lineman, is a state senator. He's a Republican. Bubba is a staunch Democrat, and that's they got into it in the uh, in the locker room. He told me about it. He also he told me so many stories. He said that on that Philadelphia team, and I don't remember, but there was a offensive lineman who I don't think came from a big school, small school, but he was a first round pick. And every morning to practice, they would carpool. And every morning when he would, they'd come to his house. He'd hop in the car. This first round pick. <laughs> I hope, I hope there aren't youthful folks in this audience right now. I'm I'm going to say it nicely. Every morning when this lineman and I, I'd have to go back and look. I don't remember the name. Would would circle around, pick up Bubba. That would be on a TV adult shows <laughs> on. That'd be on on the way to practice. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think I think we got past uh, any any parents getting uh, too upset. Just say it was a uh, PG kind of movie. Yeah, just just say that. I think we can get past. All the controversies, etc. <laughs> uh, no, I told, just out of the blue. I remember years ago Bubba telling me about that, and I don't know. Obviously, it was a difference in opinion, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Tom in Myrtle Beach checking in this morning. It's funny, but from what I have seen, I do not like McAfee on game day. But I do like his daily show with A.J. Hawk. His daily show is more about sports, and he isn't doing his WWE stick like he does on game day. Which one is A.J. Hawk? I mean, I know A.J. Hawk, but I just visually don't know which one he is i've never i never have the i never have the volume up sometimes that'll be on the screen when i'm working when i'm doing things during the day but i don't know which one he is remember him as a ball player loved him as a ball player jim and jupiter bill that florida state team blows out that lsu team i don't know if i would say blow him out you're talking about nick saban but i do think florida state would win that game yeah, I do I do think that. No fan in the eight six three. Bill, I listened to the McAfee podcast, and there is no denying that the dude has the gift. I really don't watch game day, but I'm sure as hell not watching anything with lying urban on it. McAfee has an appeal to a lot of people. He does. Mike the Mad Dog in in Georgia. Hey, Bill. It's possible they're bringing Saban to game day to improve the ratings if they took because of McAfee. I would, if, and I haven't really checked the ratings, if they're losing ratings, which I could perhaps see that happening just over time, it's probably a couple things. Number one, the show's kind of stale. Number two, and I try to say this with as much reverence as I can, Corso is beyond the point of struggling. And I hate to say that because I also admire ESPN, which is something rare I would say, for sticking with him. 99.999 times out of 100 in the TV world, Corso would have been gone 20 years ago. I mean, he would have been gone forever ago. So I kind of admire that they're staying with him. I'm sure Herbie, now that's a dear friend of Herbie. Herbie has something to do with that too, keeping him around. Herbie's strong. Herbie's got lots of power. But it's not watchable. And again, I say that with all due respect to Corso. It's not watchable. And I do think that McAfee does add a certain demographic, but it also turns off another portion of the demographic. It's probably a wash there. Topwater Assassin, do your sons follow McAfee? My 18-year-old listens every day. No. No, my, my boys. Now, again, they may not know that it's on. I've got one in dental school. He can't watch anything. He's busy. Got another one who is in finance. He lives downtown. And I got two in college and one a senior in high school. So they don't... They probably don't even... I don't even know if they know who that is. They probably... I take that. They probably know who that is. But... That's not... They got a million things they enjoy doing. Now, would they... I would think they probably have on game day, though, during during the playing portion. When I go into the living room here at the Wilco Kiosk, and it's the playing portion, game day will be on in the living room. TJ Top of the hour, TJ Pittenger coming up. Dave Hooker, hour two. Hour three, J.C. Sherbert. Did you see... What they're trying to do in South Carolina with name-image likeness. Did you see this? I'm glad we have J.C. on today. I'll talk about it here in a moment.
4: Morning, wrapping up that earlier rank in the 200 block of Bell Road. Traffic's on the increase now, big time. 24 westbound, that's what we're staring at live here, coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through Antioch. As you continue westbound, 24 all the way up to Harding Place. It's moving right now in Vietnam. That's going westbound. We expect that to get busier through Hendersonville here in just a few minutes. 24-7, reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at Tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA FSA eligible, so Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navaj today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navaj is available online at navaj.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navaj. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life
2: buyintow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480- 6473 or visit buyintow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480- 6473. Buyintow.com. That's buyintow.com.
3: Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King.
2: State of South Carolina. Story on Wednesday. South Carolina, the state, is moving closer to passage of a new name image. And likeness law that would open up additional opportunities for Gamecock athletes to be more involved in the process. Now this is a South Carolina article, but Dabo Sweeney is also involved in this. Shane Beamer was there at the state house in South Carolina, and also I believe Coastal Carolina had a representative too. They were all at the state house on Tuesday to speak out in support of the new legislation. If passed, among other provisions, the law would allow for the school, its administrators, and coaches to be directly involved with creating and facilitating name-image likeness opportunities for current student-athletes. Now, remember, not that it had been policed prior, but name-image likeness is not at all supposed to be run out of a university. It's supposed to be run from a collective. We all know that the lines have been completely blurred in all of this. Name, image, likeness was supposed to be about branding. It's all about pay-for-play. The branding part of, hey, they have the right to make money off their name, name, image, likeness was supposed to be the point here. That lasted for about a millisecond, and it turned immediately into pay-for-play. That's where we're at. That's where we've been. It didn't just materialize slowly. It got there zero to 100 in about a second. And so the state of South Carolina, and this is going to pass, is going to pass a law. That's right, a law that says that the in-state schools, can issue the money directly to the players. Quotes from Beamer, name, image, and likeness is very important and something that we deal with daily. It is also ever-changing daily. The law would give us stability, flexibility, in allowing the institutions that we work at to make decisions and also protect From an ever-changing climate, this law would allow us to be more involved with our student-athletes, put more resources around our student-athletes, and continue to help them and advocate for them in the future. During a recent exclusive interview, Beamer agreed with the notion that name-image-likeness environment in Columbia, South Carolina had improved greatly since it first went live in 2021. But I think it's night and day from what it was, the emphasis on it, the resources for it, the interest in giving to it. Again, J.C. Sherbert, we'll talk to him later about this. He's with us every Thursday. There are a lot of people with the Garnet Trust that have done a great job of making it better, and there are a lot of people here at Carolina that have really jumped in and done a great job of making it better. We're not where we need to be, but we're a lot better than we were two years ago. State law. State law, which says that the universities, when passed now, hasn't passed yet, but I assume it will. Universities will directly pay the athletes. What's the NCAA going to do about that? You know what? The answer is not a bleepity bleep thing. Nothing. Nothing at all. That's not going to happen. Brent down in Macon, Georgia. Bill, If they cut off or cut out all the fluff of game day, what would be left? Five, ten minutes of some really good football talk. I personally enjoy watching SEC football final over anything else. I think Dari, Ben, and Chris do a good job. Usually catch that on the replay Sunday morning. That's when I catch that. Allen and Tampa. It all makes sense now. SEC PN put Bama in the playoffs. Now little Nikki is on the payroll. <laughs> Well, nikki has been on the payroll. ESPN owns the SEC, basically, so not like Fox owns the Big Ten Network. Well, I take that back. SEC Network, yes, yes. Yep. L-Dog, Bill, did you see this? And it's a story about how Herbie allegedly had a big influence on Dylan Rayola flipping from Georgia to Nebraska. Rayola's dad, it says here, explained in an interview... That Dylan was considering a flip when he was considering. He received a call from Herbie encouraging him to spurn Kirby Smart to play for Matt Rule. When he saw the smoke about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he called me, Dominic Rayola said. He said, Dude, is this true? He's got to do it. Yeah, I just I was just looking through this a little bit. Dead air there. Yeah. I mean, is that the reason though? Did did he flip? I wanna I wanna be fair with this story. We'll talk about it. We'll expound here after the break on this Thursday edition Omni Nashville Hotel.
4: Good morning. They're still working this rack over here on 440 eastbound at Murphy Road. It has traffic backed up all the way to I-40. Again, that's 440 eastbound at Murphy Road on this accident tying up traffic. It's really busy now on 24 westbound up through the uh, Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro Rutherford County towards Nashville. It's really starting to build down through Millersville already on 65 southbound through that section of Sumner County. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game coming up Sunday. Place your order right now before it's too late. Prince's Hot Chicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
5: To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot slash J-O-Y. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it's shown a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing... The American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today.
0: This is the Greg Vogue and John
3: Burton show. And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played
0: all that great all year, dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed, you know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
3: When it comes to the college football playoff he's for exclusion not inclusion it's bill king all right i just want to
2: try and be objective Herbie reportedly called Dominic Riola, said he is the rumor. True that Dylan might flip, and then he encouraged him by saying something like, do it. You got to do this. I don't know if that was the reason. I'm guessing that's not the reason that he was going to flip. couple of reasons. But one, he's a Nebraska legacy. Yeah, I know he moved to Georgia to be close to Georgia because he was committed there and was going to go there. I, I understand that part. And he's going to get the ball earlier at Nebraska than he would ever get it at Georgia. I don't know how soon that is. Is that this year? Is that sometime during the season? I don't know. And I'm sure there's a lot of money involved, too. Now, Georgia can pay as well, but... That all had something to do with it. And, again, his dad is a legend there. Dominic Riola, a fantastic lineman at Nebraska and the pros. And his uncle is on the staff as what? The offensive line coach, I believe. But Herbie, okay, I get it. I get Georgia fans not liking Herbie because of this. But think about this, Georgia. You just won two recent national championships, and I don't remember Dylan Rayola being on the roster. Was he part? Was he the quarterback on those those teams? Again, I think he's a good player. I'm not knocking him at all, but that doesn't hurt you at all, Georgia. I, I don't. I don't expect you to like Herbie after this, but it's not like that's going to hurt you. Let me ask you this: If if Raola was there right now, would Carson Back be on the bench? No. No, he wouldn't. He'd be your quarterback. But, yes, Herbie has ticked off the Georgia fan base and to a much bigger extent the Florida State fan base. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Top water assassin. Says, Bill, I like Herbie, but in three months, he went from everybody liking him to every Florida State and Georgia fan hating him. I've I've always liked Herbie. But the one critique I've always had for Herbie is he's very thin-skinned over criticism. He'll fight people on Twitter over petty stuff. That is a total waste of your time. If you're Kirk Herbst, I get critiqued a lot. What do you think he gets? <laughs> I don't, it doesn't matter what anybody says when they critique me. I, it does not affect my moment, my day, my hour, my life, my outlook, or Nothing. He will. He gets petty over it. You cannot be in this business and be thin-skinned. Now, I know I say that, and there are a lot of guys in this business who are thin-skinned. I understand that, but I don't understand why. You put yourself out there, you're fair game. Sam Dog, Bill, kid's been flipping for years. Nebraska needs him much more than Georgia does. Have no issue with legacies. He shopped around and made what he feels is his best purchase. I just, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, hey, go to Nebraska. Have fun. Hope you do well there. Georgia's going to win without Rayola as the quarterback. I'm not worried about that part. Brown man down in Orlando, Bill, good morning. With Saban joining game day, it would be probably a good time to tell Corso to hit the bricks. Well, if you were going to do that, you'd have done it 10 years ago or more. They have made a decision, and again, I kind of respect that even though it's not watchable. They made a decision that... No matter how incapable he is, and I say that with all due respect, they're going to keep him on set. And let me repeat, in in TV, that is so rare. They never keep anybody around for anything. TV is about how you look, how you entertain, and ratings. And he, he, Corso does not have the ability to communicate. And it's sad. I don't say that as being mean-spirited and all that. I say that with all reverence and due respect. It's just the reality. No, they're not, as far as I know, they're not going to do anything to him. Herbie, first of all, speaking of Herbie... I don't know this, but I would think that you, you risk losing Herbie on game day if you did that. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, Herbie is a dirt bag. <laughs> Has no business getting involved where a player goes. And bleep that guy for what he did to Florida State as well, Bill. Uh, that's funny. All right. TJ coming up. And then uh, Dave Hooker. What's what's the latest on Rocky Top? Still a bunch of commotion up there. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find that out. Omni Nashville Hotel.